1: Everybody. welcome to Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassioned pleas for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Oh, thank God we have a fucking wind to talk about. Holy mackerel! All right, now we will set you guys up here. Uh, Mike be on the mend right now, so I told him uh, his health was more important. Um, of course, I, I think. There's a new term getting bantied about of uh, like a tridemic. So it's that it'd be the RSV. That's uh, the flu. And of course, our good friend COVID uh, shooting through everybody's pores. Well in one hole, out the other. Mike is experiencing that. Um, so you've got mad. Uh, we're gonna see what we can do. I'm gonna rely on you guys in the comments to, to make sure that I have some stuff to talk about. But clearly, tonight is a night of celebration. And it started early as, uh, started rolling with the eggnog uh, around uh, five to three, I believe, because I, I was in the middle of uh, pouring myself a little bit of bourbon to uh, caress the bottom of my nog, uh, and then Larkin scored, I, so it was 4-3, yeah, to three. Larkin makes it 5-3. to three. Spilled bourbon all over the place, which is awful because I actually picked a good bourbon tonight uh, with four roses. That's right. Some of you are throwing up at the fact I wasted some four roses bourbon to settle at the bottom of my nog. But uh, noggin' it up tonight, and uh, it's going to help uh, because rightly we're celebrating we're moving into the holidays um this is are going to be our last giveaway as uh as we're going to take a break for the rest of the year uh but we do have a fantastic cameo coming up ah hey chewy hey guys say say what's up to our boy chewy always go find him on uh instagram looks like chewy's in the hospital right now um Hope you hope you're doing okay Chewy uh, Mike like I mentioned Mike's on the men too um, but yeah let's talk about this amazing game of course we have the Tampa Bay Lightning's number uh, of every te- you know any team in the NHL of course before the season started you guys all pegged the Tampa Bay Lightning as the team that uh, couldn't handle our sauce our sweet sauce and uh, it's really just it's it's good to see that this team ended this streak I I didn't care that it was Tampa Bay because I wanted to see us end this losing streak against Washington and again another overtime that gets away and it's it's one of those things where um, as a fan your immediate reaction is to get frustrated as a responsible hockey enthusiast you have to remind yourself of how banged up this team is and uh and that this is clearly going to be what happens when a team like the Red Wings who you know they're not they're not at Tampa Bay's level they take a lot of hits in that top six these are the results that are going to fall in our lap we have a pretty good game against Washington losing overtime uh an overtime where you dominate in puck control and one turnover kind of ends the game so um to that point just happy that you know this five game turned into six game losing streak is now a no game losing streak and uh you know maybe at some point I'll be happier to talk about the two game winning streak against Tampa Bay the two game winning streak that Lalone has over his former team and the two game winning streak the Red Wings have over our returning former head coach Jeff Blashill who did get the shout out today. I I applauded lightly. Um Jeffy boy probably had to take over the roughest Red Wings roster that we'll see in the near future, the roughest we've seen in the past 30, 40 years. So Jeff, you you did the job. <laughs> you got some good draft picks. So good on you. All right. So who's aboard today? We're still we're kind of plotting along here. We do have a big giveaway, so I want you guys to smash that like button. So when we get uh, 30 likes on YouTube, so tell everybody on Twitter, tell everybody on Facebook, tell everybody on Instagram, hit that like button because we have a huge giveaway to be announced by one of our good pals in the Detroit Red Wings organization. That we're uh, I'm really excited to bring that around. So you guys want to stick around for that um probably won't have to stick around for a full hour like we've done before uh considering you're gonna listen to one guy ranting about the red wings today um (laughs) but he's also gonna announce a pretty sweet prize uh that even he himself who has access uh to everyone in the organization at the drop of a hat was kind of like wow this is what you're giving away so yeah guys uh hit that like button help us out help us the podcast out so we can find some more people but uh, as we roll along here we're hoping that uh, we get as many likes as possible and then um we're gonna give away this thing i'm looking at right here so smaller than a bread box <laughs> put it that way and then uh yeah you guys will get that nice little cameo um All right, so let's throw out here. Ketzel's aboard. What's going on, Ketzel? He's throwing out the oh no once I told everybody that Mike had the flu. Um, (laughs) Blake1991's aboard. Lark Larkin line. Five goals, five assists tonight. He's got the blushing emojis going. Um, Ketzel thrown out there. It's quite a stat. Uh, Silver, 33-44. Probably... One of the biggest takeaways from tonight and one of the biggest takeaways I thought I thought we earned at the end of last season. Rasmussen on the wing. Big thumbs up. Works. Now Rasmussen has had a heck of a year from just like we're, we're, we're on, I want to talk only about the eyeball test because we've seen a guy that's been more physical uh, but not just physical in regards to throwing his body around. He's physical in the boards to get us the puck. That's the eyeball test that he's passing for me and it's just something that whether he is center or wing uh, we've been seeing that play on the defensive uh, the defensive side of the game and I don't know if you if you just want to say I mean it's it's really on every end of Rasmussen's game he's he's playing to possess the puck and that's something with a guy of Rasmussen's size you expect and he's been turning it into goals now for Rasmussen I think to be properly placed as a forward in a scoring lineup or put him on a line that's supposed to score That's probably the better way to say that yeah wing wing is wing is the way to go now we still saw him taking some face-offs today of course uh, Larkin dealing with um bum hand and of course what did he do puts up two goals almost three goals could have been maybe four goals <laughs> with some of the empty netters that uh Perron and Rass were spinning around looking for Larkin uh but just just a hell of a game uh ketzel thrown out all right ketzel it my day my man uh, i might just give you uh I'm, i might dm you the answer to our question tonight just because you're making me feel so good uh ketzel throw out nice beanie <laughs> appreciate it man this is um uh, this is actually pre-reverse retro so it is i made mention that reverse retro came out i said the red wings are not new to the use of black And something like a Red Wings hat. And lo and behold, here it is. This is not a part of that. But yes, Red Wings hat featuring black. Looks pretty sweet. I don't know. I don't hate it. I love it. I'll say I love this so much. I have another Red Wings beanie that's right now sitting on probably a mostly melted snowman. Anywhoozles. Uh, Dan B thrown out there. Bummer for Mike. He missed Thanksgiving because he got sick. Um, Of course, thrown out there to stay well. All you guys. Um... As best you can try and stay as healthy as possible in the holiday season I and mean, we've already been talking about it uh, my family of like all right how many uh holiday parties do we get to skip this year um <laughs> I, I might kick that number up as we all know there's a winter storm coming it might be a blizzard to the detroit area uh that's where i'm living right now um novi uh is gonna get absolutely pounded and uh yeah i I don't know you guys just be safe out there if you're if it's about health if it's about that snow you guys are in the detroit area holy mackerel are we about to get destroyed with wind snow we got some rain so all that rain's gonna turn into ice it's gonna be a fun it's gonna be a fun christmas you guys um yeah, Dan B. throwing out there to Chewy. Uh, of course, guys, keep keep Chewy in your thoughts for the holiday season, too. Um, sucks to be in the hospital at Christmas. Get well, dude. Dan B., thanks for throwing out those nice thoughts. Um, I'm just rolling through the comments here again. Running solo. There was, there was a tease that maybe I'd get a mic here. But um, I think one of the most uh, fun things that happened uh, tonight was I think we saw some pretty solid play. And I, I want to know what you guys think. Um, we talked about Rasmussen a second ago, and clearly that line did great. When your first line is scoring, you they had a fantastic night. Don't get me wrong when I say this. That's, that's where the expectation lies, especially when you look at a team like Tampa Bay that finds that scoring in those top six forwards every night. It's just, I mean, we heard Lalone talking about it a couple of weeks ago, and he was coaching in Tampa. He's like, all right, we can limit the other team to 21 scoring chances. We're actually going to have a win because we know our team is guaranteed to score this amount of goals. Right? So I'm not trying to diminish, I don't know, disqualify the efforts that were put in by the first line. Soderblom, though, you know he's our boy. Soderblom had a hell of a fucking game today. And uh, I actually did, I was smart enough, actually, to queue this up ahead of time. Uh, now, <laughs> when we queue this up, and you guys, if I could see my play button, you guys know. Like, this this isn't necessarily, like, Soderblom full, you know, all skill. That's what this is right here, getting getting this fucking in the net it almost looks like when we show this replay here of Soderblom's goal uh and this is just one example of some great choices that Soderblom was making today I, I honestly wanted to focus on uh some of the great play in the neutral zone that Soderblom was putting out there turning the puck over setting his team up putting Tampa Bay into just like whatever their lineup plan was to get from the neutral zone into the offensive zone just put them in shambles and they didn't know what to do and I thought that was amazing play by Soderblom and again coming back to are you going to get good play from the lines that you're not expecting it from going from the first line dropping that conversation down to what was labeled as the fourth line today that's how you're gonna beat Tampa Bay man and this is one of those things too like well I want to talk about like the episode is labeled and i haven't even mentioned it yet but the return of verano and fabry uh to practice for the detroit red wings absolutely humongous here um you know we gotta we gotta find a lineup that's gonna find us a good chunk of wins and a good streak especially after losing six in a row but this is the kind of thing when you're building this lineup from top to bottom you're hoping you're gonna find and this goal that we're gonna show here in a second isn't necessarily again I mean, this is Elliott, uh, Brian Elliott, backup goaltender, Tampa Bay Lightning. If you guys watch the game, you already know what we're about to show. Uh, did a no-look pass right to Joe Valeno. Now, again, huge stinker of a pass from Elliott. Fantastic play by Joe Valeno. And of course, uh, we saw later in the replay that the second Elliott started playing this puck behind the net, you saw Elmer Soderblom go from the blue line straight to the net. And, uh, again, as I cheat here, lean away from the microphone so I can see my play button. That's exactly what we're just going to see this play finish up right here. As Valeno throws the puck right right to the front of the net. Soderblom there finishes it off. And, again, do we have to get super excited that Soderblom was able to just (laughs) tip this pass into the net? No. But this fourth line was making tremendous decisions all night. Uh, making tremendous plays when it comes to being in the right position at the right time. Uh, Elmer going right to the front of the net when he sees that this play is starting to develop. There's there's a movement by Elliott behind the net, and you have three forwards. That, that would make it three forwards up on the play, all making great choices. Great decisions, great choices. That's what you need from your fourth line. I think I think more so tonight. It's that neutral zone play. It's what Elmer Soderblom, with his six foot eight frame, and Mickey Redmond pointed it out too. He said that is where Tampa's still trying to figure out how do you what do you do. Soderblom starts throwing his stick around. I mean, you're talking about the wingspan of a giant, and you attach a stick to the end of it. It's just Tampa can't make the same plays. They can't do the same types of dipsy doodling through the neutral zone to get plays moving. And you saw how dangerous that could be. We saw Braden Point just whoop fired away, getting Tampa that early one to nothing lead. So that's something where're we're trying to figure out how this lineup's gonna be built moving forward what what are gonna be the ways to to get us in the best position possible to get a good chunk of wins in a row here? Maybe that fourth line. It's got to look as good as maybe <laughs> second and third line. And then again, we're talking about names coming back, and I'm hoping some names are sticking around. And maybe we saw another name tonight that hopefully will make it a little bit easier for Lalo to drop him because, uh, god damn, we're talking about uh, talking about, I'm going to say it, that's not a part with Isaiah Thomas letting Bird steal the ball. God damn it. That was, that was all Adam Ernie. And uh, Chris Asgood, uh, we're talking about <laughs> Ernie completely whiffing out a pass. And I believe it was Colton that went ahead and fired away and tied the game up at the time, uh, made it three to three on, on, a, on a spot in the game where it really looked like we were going to just steal some momentum. And we saw that momentum carry all the way to the end of the game, too. So let's not ignore that part as well. But uh Osgood Osgood throws it out there and you gotta hand it to the guy who's actually played the sport in the NHL. He's like, look, not defending that play. Not a good one, not one that you need to get worried about, Adam Ernie. Like it's one of those things where um you you worry about that happening every game. But here's the thing. Adam Ernie does that play, and he's also not netting you goals. <laughs> so Um It's not like we haven't seen the deficiencies in his game or opportunities to upgrade in the Ernie spot for the last two years, and that play doesn't make me feel any better about Adam Ernie, Uh, but seeing the play around him by the boys he's competing with and will be competing with for a spot in this lineup, I really, really hope at some point we're going to say, you know what? The experience just doesn't do it for me anymore. I don't know how you guys think. Think, uh, Ketzel thrown out there. Ernie almost blew it. Uh, Silver goes, Ernie did blow it. <laughs> and then Ketzel goes, well, from a final score, of course. Um silver oh, oh i did want to point this out i kind of missed this uh the whole Soderblom rant i just gave uh silver throws out there admittedly i've not given credit as to why soderblum is so important in his disruption of the lanes and uh and his disruption of lanes in neutral zone areas and I, again i think i think when we were bringing in soderblum he was one of these guys just like edmondson was labeled as like these unicorns and it's it's about having these attributes doesn't need to be tied to skill per se, but you're going to have things that are going to be tough for other teams to figure out. And Ketzel pointed it out uh, earlier. It's hard to practice for a 12-foot wingspan. You're not just going to find a guy that you're going to throw. I mean, Buffalo's going to be able to prepare with Tage Thompson, but even then, Elmer's got a couple extra (laughs) inches to toss around. Mm. Sorry, I saw the eggnog in the corner of my eye and I needed a sip. But to that point it, it is just going to be something i i think as the years hopefully the years go on it's just going to be something that can't be figured out so i'm going to throw out there guys i don't know how much longer i can rant just to myself so let's do this i'm going to toss up we're going to do some ads real quick uh we will um we'll come back i'm going to show you guys Nice friend of mine I've known for years is going to join the show for a heartbeat, not Mike. <laughs> um, I do apologize for the audio because I had to record it actually at work. Uh, hopefully nobody from work is listening right now. So it'd be the end of old, and, and old Matt. And Matt would go full-time podcast. So maybe you win. Um, so we're going to run the ad, show you guys. Uh, we'll, we'll jump into uh, a little cameo from one of our, Red Wings Friends, and then, of course, we'll jump into Big Giveaway. So in that cameo, they'll announce what the giveaway is. And then, uh, as you guys know, jump into a game right after that. Podcast listeners, can't believe you missed this. What were you thinking? Ah, oh, so disappointed in you. All right. Give us a minute. We'll be right back. Hockey fans, it is time to light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook. It's an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets. Like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot in an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game. And get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Everybody, uh, as promised, our cameo for this week is, of course, our very own Ken Cal. Ken, how are you doing today?
0: Doing terrific, getting ready for the holidays, and it's always fun to be with you, Matt.
1: Oh, I appreciate you saying that. Now, Ken, like you said, we're getting towards the holidays. What's that one seasonal treat that you've got to have to make it the holidays?
0: It's got to be a six-pack of beer, I'll tell you that, on Christmas <laughs> Day. <laughs> you know what it's such a rust to go through the holidays and uh, just to relax a little bit and have a few ginger ales is fine with me
1: well the whole uh red wings rant nation would be mad at me if i didn't ask you at least one red wings question so we've seen a lot of potential scoring wise when we do have a full deck we've still seen a lot of potential growing defensively even while we are depleted uh so positives can be found even in our losses But uh, there are a lot. What do you think has been the most impressive under the Lalonde regime thus far?
0: Well, coming into the season, Derek Lalonde wanted to cut down the goals against. And as we speak right now, I think the Red Wings are around 90 goals against or somewhere around that number, which is way lower than it was a year ago. So all of the structure that he's implemented in training camp, we can see right now on the ice. The team's a better checking team. Uh, They play it close to the vest. Few times they got blown out this year, but that's because they got away from their system and the games were already out of hand. But for the most part, they 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 can compete with anybody in the National Hockey League. And right now, they just need to score some goals. But overall, their checking has been terrific. I think.
1: Now this one uh, is a quick one. Ken, do you think our future assets around the trade deadline are safe? Do You think we're hanging out of those draft picks and prospects?
0: Uh, you know what? I don't know. That's a good question because uh we'll know more i guess as the season rolls along and i think you can't make those decisions until you see where the red wings are in the standings so it'll be interesting to see what steve does come the trade deadline and you know here we are around christmas time and it's only a couple months away so it'll be here before you know it but i would say you just have to wait and see and see where the red wings are at in the standings at that position
1: it's probably good we're just asking that question so Ken, you are here to introduce our giveaway for the week so everybody knows what game what they'll be playing for uh, Ken, could you do the big reveal for us and what we're giving away?
0: Ho, ho, ho. Santa Cal is here, and I'll tell you exactly what you're going to get. This week's giveaway is Nicholas Lindstrom's book entitled Pursuit of Perfection.
1: All right, guys. Let's play the game. But Ken, thank you so much for coming aboard. We appreciate it so much. Every time you come aboard, it's a blast. But uh, have a great holiday. And uh, of course, uh, get some rest out there with this busy December.
0: All right, sounds good, man. and Merry Christmas to all the fans in Hockey Town, and go Wings.
1: Go Wings. All righty, boys. That's right. Uh, you know what? Ken didn't even mention that this isn't just a copy of Nicholas Lidstrom's book. This is a signed copy where you're getting Hall of Famer Number five himself, Nicholas Lidstrom's autograph on his very own book. Uh, I I love this book, by the way. This, this is, some of these Red Wings books, they get kind of sad. <laughs> There's a couple of sad moments in this one still, and you guys can guess, but this is a really good one. But I know that you guys would be stoked to get, <laughs> I mean, come on. The guy's name's in the rafters. We're talking a huge giveaway here, and you guys know what's next. We're playing a game what we're going to do play this same rules week after week if you guys want to type in the letter after i'm done reading this multiple choice question after i'm done reading the goddamn question i could see the comments right here you cheating pieces of crap when i'm done reading the question you could type in the answer or the letter i don't care first one to do it wins i hope you guys are ready podcast listeners i'm sorry you guys are missing this this is I, I kinda like this one because it's it's sort of like parallel to uh Well, you know what, if I if I talk about why I picked it, I'm gonna give away the answer. Alright, fuck that. How many Red Wings named How are members of the Hockey Hall of Fame? A1 B Two C three D four Alright, have at it, boys. How many Detroit Red Wings named how are members of the Hockey Hall of Fame. All right, I I see the correct answer, and oh boy, <laughs> I I don't know, I I don't know if I can do this. Um, the correct answer is three, and the man who got it right first, and I can't it's in the comments I can't I can't do anything else about this but they were literally seconds apart like half a second apart Dan B with three Ketzel with three uh Gordy Mark and I'm gonna say forgotten because it's one that I forget Sid Sid how of course not a relative um so here here we go uh Dan we have the timestamp so, here's the thing. Dan, you waited one. Ketzel, you're getting a goddamn book, too, because I, I can't do this. Uh, Dan, you absolutely deserve one, but I probably should have made the rule that you guys can't win two weeks in a row, and I didn't say shit. So, you guys are both going to get a signed copy of Nicholas Lindstrom's book, because that's right. I have a couple of them. Uh, so, Ketzel, congratulations. Dan B., goddamn two weeks in a row I don't you don't need to send me an email I got your email I got your address already so um I hope uh I hope you have some pictures actually of that Mort Cider Puck that you won last week uh I heard that uh I was pretty happy that shipping worked you got that sucker like the next day that was pretty cool um but uh yeah congrats to you guys to animal throwing that in there with the Gratz guys uh, I'm, I'm very happy that we're gonna give away two books it's Christmas right come on let's have some fun uh, Ketzel I'm super happy you won man we, you uh, you and I have a lot of chats on Twitter so uh, congratulations to you and um, shoot we just we're just gonna keep on rolling um, special shout out too, to Ken Kell, um, trying to organize this stuff during the holidays I didn't realize it'd be as massive a nightmare as it, as it is. Um I mean I can't even get I can't even get Mike to show up to the podcast. So <laughs> we had we had everybody tapping out like uh last minute. I won't name names, but it was it was just one of those things where it was like, yeah, holidays, yes, I'm sick, yes, I have more important things to do. Uh but Ken was able to find this little bit of time in his day, like on a game day we recorded. And uh, like I said, I was like at work. So I was like, all right, I'm just gonna pretend I'm working. Uh, went ahead and scheduled like a a meeting in a conference room far away from everyone and just set that up. So um, to that end, to anybody listening, that was one of the people that didn't believe me when I said I would do anything to get you on the show uh I risk it all uh that's for you guys too uh especially Dan B and Ketzel who are oh Dan B said no I didn't win last week oh wait who won last week <laughs> oh it's Danimals ah. well it's too late uh <laughs> Ketzel and Dan B are both getting books I already said it that's how this works <laughs> Jared throws out there dude would never be able to use a teleprompter uh too true I I I desperately need a producer I was having fun like not having to listen to Mike I, I love Mike but trying to go through these comments and then uh here we are I completely fucked that up I'm sure this is a good listen for you guys though to find out I'm giving away two books just because I fucked up um I don't mind it gotta say Appreciate you guys coming along for the ride. So I'm, I'm happy to give out two bucks. <laughs> it's either that or I'm going to start crying when I'm done recording. So if you guys want to see that, head on over to my OnlyFans. It's slash Red Wings Rant where I usually save it for losses. I uh, webcam set up, just sob, turn all these lights, uh, make them red kind of thing. Sad music. All right. Enough of that. That's gross. <laughs> so what our our topic of the show was going to be to discuss the return of Jacob Verana, Robbie Fabry. I said it right this time uh oh Dan B said, give the book to chewie, oh Dan, I wish I hadn't have seen that now <laughs> chewy you you absolutely know uh we've been take let me just say, chewie, you don't have to say a thing um we're we've been taking care of taking care of our boy chewie um. So Dad, you get you won the game. You get you get a book. You just have to email us at uh admin at uh, dot com. Give us uh your address. Same to you, Ketzel. Give us your address and uh we'll get you guys we'll get you guys your books. All right. So let's talk about Verana and uh Fabry. Back at practice, wearing the blue jerseys. Verana, an absolutely amazing, like if that didn't fill if that didn't like fill you up with like the christmas spirit and like just straight up joy happiness i i don't know i don't know what would like it, it's just it, it it was it was it was one of those things i saw it and i didn't even believe it and now now we're in <laughs> all right i gotta call this out i just saw jared's comment uh my only fans of course covered in matt's sad feet pics um Silver, thirty-three, forty-four, jumping in. Since we're talking about Fabry, he's nervous about Fabry's black hole on defense. Of course, we've gone over that at nauseum. Uh, looking at like evolving hockey's rampum charts, and you, we talk about it all the time. It's it's those bar charts. The further, deeper, the red is, the worse you're off, offensively or defensively. Fabry, north of average offensively, deep south. I mean, Red Wing Red when it comes to those bar charts. And some of the guys will be pink. Some of them are, like, orangey, kind of red. I mean, Red Wing Red. This is fire engine, fire truck red for Robbie Fabry and his defensive numbers. And uh, it's just one of those things. Like, um, we talked about it all the time when Fabry was looking like one of the more successful guys. We're talking, like, two years ago. Um, Are you okay giving up the defensive play to get Robbie Fabry's offense. And a lot of the time we were, I would just say silver. This is something we talked about at the start of the season. With this team having way more depth, you don't have to necessarily put Fabry in those bad situations. And instead you get a little bit more control on where you're going to place. them. the only thing is cop has been such a bummer for me. And I know I get the pushback every time I bring it up um, that I wanted him. I I did actually want to put Fabry in a place that he would make. He would get a lot of minutes. And uh, I I wanted to see if we could see a change from the center position to be to just finding a spot where it's more impactful. And again, I know Copper having the issues with uh, the injury and it's a significant injury that will hamper him for the full year but I don't see that as a good excuse to keep him as the second most minutes for a center. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we can give all the excuses we want for Copper and his play. I don't necessarily, I'm not giving up on the guy, but if we're gonna say that the struggle will continue because the core and his injury and healing from it, I think it's also fair to suggest that we pull back on those minutes. And what better way to do that than to use a guy that's coming back from injury and boop, putting him right on the team, right? All right. Uh, so Silver, I could talk out of both sides of my mouth here because we thought we had it figured out, but then a week ago I was telling you that I wanted Fabry in place of Cop. Uh, so there's that. So to that end, I know, I know where I want to test out Fabry from the get go, or at least let's bring that second and third line a little bit closer together in minutes, and they're already pretty close, but we can bring them even closer together. We can figure out um, a new situation where Cop is gone uh, from the power play because that seems to be a struggle. I even remember seeing that Cop is not able to practice uh, with his power play unit because he's on the penalty kill, which I just—it's not rare for that to like that happens across the league but we would be in a position where that wouldn't be an issue anymore cop can focus on being this defensive forward that you know you want to say two-way I want to say defensive forward I think there's more argument based on production even over cop's career that more of a defensive forward than a two-way forward so let's play that game let's let cop be the defensive forward Let's have Fabry be the offensive forward, and we'll move on. We'll figure that out. Easy pull out. I bu- I brought up the projected lines for tonight because I wanted to say, how do we build out this team? I think we can all agree, it's Pius, Pius, or Joe Valeno. Where where are you guys at on that? Joe Valeno or Pius? Uh, we'll just take a, a poll here in the comments. Whatever you guys come up with, we'll settle on. But. Honestly, either one of those guys, boom. They don't have to be gone. It's not like we're getting rid of them, but there's an easy spot to insert. There's an easy spot to insert Fabry. I would also say, especially after today, there's a very easy spot from a winger's perspective for us to make some replacements, especially for a left winger. That's right. Adam Ernie listed on the second line tonight we have a lot of wingers coming back right we still got to figure out what's going on with the twosnator and um trevor thompson did a little ditty on Zadina practicing not in a blue jersey ready to roll uh Zadina apparently pushing himself really hard so he can get back in the lineup as fast as possible and he knows he needs to do that before this team gets too far away from him um and if he wants to make sure he's a part of maybe somebody else's team, he's got to get on the ice and prove something. So uh, while I let you guys kind of give your opinions here on uh, what we're doing, Joe Joey V, as I see it's been put out there by Dan B, or Pew Suter. Um, I'm kind of hoping the easy selection here on the wing is Adam Ernie, but I think we all know I think we all know we're gonna, there's going to be some sadness tied here at some point because, again, do I expect Sedina to take a spot from Berggren or Soderblom after how they've played so far? Absolutely not. But it is another winger coming up with Bertuzzi when he's ready to go. So one of those guys is going to go, and I'm going to be sad because I don't think when you look up and down this roster that you're making an argument with the way Rasmussen's played this year that Soderblom has absolutely played better than Rasmussen, despite us making the argument that you get that unicorn of a performance from Soderblom. You get that unicorn of an option with the, uh, as Ketzel put it earlier, 12-foot wingspan. Which could be, I don't know, you give him that stick. It's, it's again, <laughs> it's humongous. Um, you know, is, it, is, is the benefit, is the value there right now? It will be in coming years. There's a spot for Soderblom that's not even, we're not even talking about it. There's, nobody's taking it from him in the future. This year, absolutely, I can see the possibility that Soderblom's getting sent down. Does everyone agree with me that Berggren has done enough that he isn't, he's safe in this conversation? I don't know. I feel like he's safe. And I feel like as much as I'm in love with Soderblom, We talked about his play earlier today he got that nice little goal today that's the one that's the one i'd be worried about all right let's 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 back up here let's uh let's figure out what we're all doing ace fishing don't touch the fourth line for god's sake ace i totally agree with you so this is us trying to figure out uh (laughs) joey v or suitor um Dan B, I like Joey V's speed and board play over Puse. There we go, Danables. Same here, Dan B. You know what? You guys you got to figure out this Dan and Dan thing. This is this is going to be an issue going forward. Uh, Jared thrown out there. Cop is losing my patience. Um, again, I I just wonder how long we're going to be tossing out that he had an injury to recover from, and not trying to pull back on those minutes. Like you can have you can have the argument and I think I'm playing along with Jared here like you that's what I've been getting in my frustration with cop that's the response I get you you can't have both though you can't tell me that he's struggling because of an injury and he absolutely should be on the second line (laughs) one of those things can't happen he's either struggling legitimately or we're pulling back his minutes because he's still trying to heal from an injury all right i think i'm justified in saying that and there's no mike to argue with me so we're good moving on uh puce has been quietly good this coming from ketzel uh we need to make some trades i think he might have some interest good point by ketzel good uh, the guy that uh could be you know playing better at the moment that that a trade's ready to go down is i mean that's how that's how these gms move guys Right, they're looking at the most, the, the recency bias trumps all. Uh, that's how guys get moved in this game. So if one of those guys just decides to stand out, we could be moving people around and maybe make that, uh, gosh, fix the charat cider problem that we'll talk about in a minute. Um, Jared throws out there, the whole missing preseason excuse no longer works in my opinion. It's been quite a while. Uh, Ace, agree. Chewy, Joey V. Oh, wait, is this me, Joey V, you're keeping or you're getting rid of? I already forgot what a question I asked. Package Ernie Suter to pick for a killer left D. I hope you mean, Ketzel, a killer left D for your third pairing. (laughs) I I don't know how many teams are going to be kicking down doors um, to give us a left side D, but um, maybe... I guess it depends on the pick, too. I immediately in my head was like, fourth fifth round pick but yeah we could give up a juicier pick uh, but then uh, I wonder if the Ernie Souter stuff just kind of feels like we're dumping garbage in their lap to to go figure out what to do kind of thing um you know and I say that tongue-in-cheek I, I say that jokingly like you know we took over Mark Stahl and then we saw him become one of our top performing defensemen so I I don't just mean they're terrible hockey players when I say take my garbage it's just one of those things that you can't make work anymore thus the things you're tossing out from your refrigerator on garbage night there can't believe i have to argue this stuff i I clearly i need a i need a mic to keep me in line here and not a microphone um dan b trades are going to happen more than a couple uh are going to be moved Suitors: Adina, valeno and ernie um i mean you guys are all bringing up names that none of us are going to be like sad about right of course i am trying to make relationships with uh got got a shout out from from joe valeno i'd like to share with you guys maybe uh maybe at the start of the year not today but a little tease for that um jared throwing out there uh that ketzel's trade makes makes the most sense um for us absolutely yeah i think it 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 depends on how high you want to go on that pick and it depends on how high on that left side of the d are you hoping to get a return um because you've got you've got three guys right now on the left side of your d that fill out the bottom two pairs no problem i think it's that top pair that you haven't found the guy that's keeping up with cider and making sure that the offense is still moving and we'll talk about that in a minute um chewy burger stays bergrin should not leave the lineup from dan b ketzel johnny burgers has earned a spot how come nobody says bear where, where where's all the bear grins? I want to see some bear emojis I want Sedina to play with Ras and Verona and cop to play with Fabry and Bert that's from Blake 1991 Chewy burger Larkin Razor what say you um I love it I doubt we see that besides like lines getting mixed up between special teams um just doesn't seem like the thing that Lalone's ready to jump into so far this year like we've right we know we we know Lalone for almost three months now I can confidently say that I do not expect to see barring injury I don't expect to see that in the lineup I would love to see it too but I don't expect to see it uh Valeno and Bergen will go down because trades depth or trades uh, Silver 33, 44, throwing that one out there. Yeah, you got to think about the guys that, that can get sent down easier, too, is, is an issue here, and uh, Ernie is not one of those guys. And I don't know if they're ready to give up on him and see him go into somebody else's fourth line and probably be a pretty good option on somebody's fourth line. Just not, like, as we see today on our forward lineup. Um, <laughs> left wager for a second line. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh i i did like this tweet from Daniela. uh coming back to the verona conversation alone uh, said uh, they pushed verona really hard at practice i uh i do think that this is a, a super relevant conversation because it feels like the second uh we get into the new year i think we're gonna have a brand new red wings team to talk about and it's gonna look new from like four new forward lines new power play units and um I don't know. We're going to be able to test real quick and see if, uh, you know, the team that's been put together is is making that huge difference. All right, Jared, you're on my good list. Ketzel, you're on my good list. You guys sharing the bear grins. Um, ace fishing, thrown out their vets over rooks. And then Jared throws out careful with that thinking. That's how Ken Holland ran things for the tail end of the playoff streak. Yeah, he's not not doing too many favors with Edmonton right now. Uh, at least any consistent favors. Um, good call out there by Jared, but I I know what you're where you're coming from, Ace. On, on that, um, I just wonder if the vets that we're playing are doing enough good to to even be the guy that we want our rooks to be like seeing the like the, that's the visualization they get. I don't know. It's tough for me to say i think Peron is like the perfect representation of the veteran you want on your team like the stories we've heard after the thousandth game of just how and like he does not i'm pretty yeah we saw that he has kids and a wife he does not need those kids he doesn't need a wife he has a first love and it's hockey <laughs> like the stories we heard that his whole life just revolved around hockey and, I mean, you see it in his game, too, where we talk about all the time, it looks like that guy's got glue on his stick. Um, that's the veteran I always thought of when it came to discussing veterans. Adam Ernie. Meh. That's not not so much for me. Um, I guess that's, that's probably more or less just me sharing a little bit more of who Matt is. As a hockey fan. Alright, I'm gonna scroll down a little bit more because there's so much conversation going on here. Ketzel Peron is ageless. Uh Jim Johnson, it will take Bert, Fabry, and Verana a few games to get the Rust off. That's true. Now, if they do score right away, do you guys trade Andrew Cop right away? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now, if they come in and that is that's a line, Bert, Fabry, Verana, and they have in their first game five goals and five assists between the three of them do we trade cop the next night i'm kidding all right you guys got the joke the first time see i still i need i need someone to stop me i've been talking to myself for 48 minutes here what the hell's wrong with me oh it's disgusting what you guys what you guys let me do uh jared you're after my heart here Jared. jared just shares the spongebob caveman now i'm not on youtube comments i'm on Streamyard did you actually share the spongebob caveman gif or did you just type that out because that is equally impressive jared that (laughs) daniels throws out there oh poor cop uh ken young throws out there ken how you doing man uh i i can't say that i recognize seeing your name in the comments and i apologize if i've said this before uh bergeron's not going anywhere that's what ken says uh Danimals throws out there alcohol does help with uh talking to myself for 48 minutes um Jim Jim coming in with the high heat is this one burn or what you guys reading it in the comments already podcast listeners Jim Johnson throws out there birdie could also be gone by the trade deadline don't forget (sighs) I keep I keep blowing into the microphone I apologize but when we talked about depth at the beginning of the year we definitely got away from it injuries hurt and we saw that like we're still able like it's it's one of those things we lost six games in a row but we got a couple of points in there and that's through all of these injuries and it's while Lalone is still trying to figure out this team and like what's going to be the best one to put onto the ice um and you know I I was gonna share this I'll just point this out while the slides up for a second here it was a, it was a year ago we had the same amount of points at 31 games I I don't really care about that anymore um and you know what I don't <laughs> the next slide that came up was Danny O'Regan came, coming up I I don't know if I really care too much about this either this is more or less just something to talk about but I wanted to come to this this is what I wanted to come to uh basically point being and what i'm showing right now is what uh prashant the irish shared on twitter today five on five goal differential of most utilized defensive pairings um and what we're looking at here uh, we have four sections um it's the five on five goals against per 60 measured against the five on five goals for per 60 and your four sections are no goals for anyone uh your uh your goalie's nightmare everything is happening in elite no goals for anyone means they're not putting anything on the net but also they don't give up anything elite are those guys that that's your defensive pairings that don't allow any chances on net, and all they do is throw chances at the net everything is happening everything is happening and your goalie's nightmare of course leading the way in that section meaning they don't get chances on net and they allow a ton brings us to the guy we brought up as potentially an issue for his length of contract and the amount of money we spent on him that's right it's Ben Sherratt's defensive pairing him and Mo Sider question is not if this is like the be all end all give up on Benny boy because there's a reason to have Sherat but the reason to have Sherat is not for it to result in cider Mo cider having the worst defensive pairing in the league measuring five on five game and not expected but the actual goals going in and goals against it's just one of those things where you could say there's still other positives that we get from Benny like I already mentioned but there's also the flip side of this where we all saw the war cards we saw the stats we saw the underlying numbers for Sherat coming into the season and we all kind of went oh boy we're adding wins but at what cost and, um, <laughs> I just, I want to ask the same question Prashanth was asking. And it's, it's not about getting rid of Ben Sherat. It's wondering if we can find a better use for Sharat and a better line mate for Cider. And I mentioned earlier, like Ketzel said, let's find a left side D. Absolutely. This is the reason you do it. I wonder how much we're going to have to give up to make this pairing which again is being measured as the worst defensive pairing in the league by this metric and if you want to raise your arms up in a huff and say well who cares about this well we're just measuring who's who's giving up goals and are they putting any in the net and the answer is yes to the give up goals and no they don't put any in the net and this is this is on-ice statistics. This isn't just like, oh, is is cider putting a bunch of pucks in the back of the net? No, we're not asking that question. It's a result of who they're playing with. And normally, they're playing with the best forward line on, <laughs> on the team. So this shouldn't be a thing. And it is. And it's rough. And again, I, I'm coming to this point of the question is why haven't we messed around with this yet? And I'm not asking this question as like, is LaLone missing the mark here I just bring this up because we we were just talking again like why do I not care about the standings being almost equal I think we know we have a better team we know we're dealing with injuries but we also haven't had the time to figure out these defensive pairings yet and we're playing this game too which is I think is adorable that Jake Wallman <laughs> is having such a good time playing with Roenick because last I remember uh Olimata was having a great time playing with Ronick. He's actually uh those those boys are on this chart in the elite section, Ronick and and, and Olimata. So I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put out there maybe maybe f- focusing on pairing number two and pairing number three wasn't necessarily <laughs> number one on my list. Um But here we are. Uh the gym thrown out there, I would think Stevie would have addressed uh the cider charot pairing um what did ace say uh do we really need bert to prove himself at this point to get a deal done i think he's done that can't fault him for the injuries but he would be the perfect piece for a great return okay so we were talking about something else i just saw this i saw silver through out there i agree ace i would further uh, a hot take that bert's loyalty to the organization is deeper than people think take a little less than his potential um I, I, I would point out that you're they're playing like we if we want to talk about Bert's contract they're they're in there with the goat uh, in regards to being patient. <laughs> we don't know if he's the goat GM of all time. We know he helped build the Tampa Bay Lightning, but I will say this: they are in there with the goat of patience. Um, Steve said it himself at the end of last season. We've seen it with Steven Stamkos and getting his extension. Steve will wait forever to get the number he needs to be signed, signed. I don't think, I don't think loyalty's at play here. And I think you guys are right. I think Bert does offer a, a ton, but I also think um, any of these guys, you know, on this roster, like we still have to kind of play that game of like, I think they're all, There's there's only so many names that are locked down and good to go and are here to stay um and with the way that steve has been paying tyler i don't think it's off base to say that uh bert would be one of those names that absolutely is not fully protected uh from the trade deadline or from any trade um will know more futures are coming all of this won't even matter soon enough we'll know what's going on with bertuzzi but um You know, wanting him to stay is one thing. Uh, Talking about him potentially leaving, I think, is a completely different conversation. And I think he's absolutely one of those guys that could potentially be out the door and he doesn't have have a contract signed. We just talk about it in that sense. But uh, also, depending on where the Red Wings stand, uh, when the trade deadline comes around in the standings, it's not like Steve Eiserman's gonna hang up if he hears the name Tyler Bertuzzi. Is what I'm saying. That's all. Huh. <sighs> all right. So let's figure out that left side pairing. Uh, let's let's see what could happen if we could get Verona and Fabry back. I'm, I'm very excited to see what those lineups look like. Uh, let's look at see what the power play looks like. You guys have been listening to me rant to myself for an hour now, so I think I'm gonna sign off. Um, I do appreciate you guys coming on ketzel uh dan b it's uh oh let me let me type it up in the comments i think i saw earlier that dan b did not get the email doop it's admin at bod i'm putting that into the chat right now um hey i said it at the start of the show you guys are amazing um i want you all to have a safe holiday especially if you're in the detroit area with this blizzard coming and, um, I mean, Mike's out right now with the flu. Uh, so take care of yourselves. Uh, there's a lot of it going around. Uh, if you have to look silly and uh, skip family functions because you know somebody's sick over there, just keep yourself safe. If they're going to be dangerous. You keep yourself safe. You guys take care of yourselves. Chewy, you especially, my man. Um, always, uh, Chewy, if if I'm not saying it enough, hit us up whenever, my man. Uh, we're here for you. And uh, we're here for the rest of you guys. We'll see you in the new year. So we are going to take next week off. We're planning on doing it. That's why I couldn't. I could. I had to do a show by myself tonight because we're not going to be here next week. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas. I think. Uh, what we have Boxing Days coming up. Happy Boxing Day. You just say Happy, happy Boxing Day. And uh, I learned today you're supposed to say Have a joyous Kwanzaa. And uh happy new year to you guys. We'll see you at the turn. We'll see you in twenty twenty three. Thank y'all so much. More Red Wings rant coming, more giveaways, more cameos and whatnot. Ah, there's a Joe there's a Joe Valeno story coming up, so tune in a couple weeks for that one. And uh, Mike hopefully won't be dead. Mike will be back. How about that? Cross your fingers, Mike doesn't die. That'll be your our Christmas gift to us all. A living Michael. All right. I don't know how to end this when Mike's not here. Guys, uh, subscribe, like, whatever we normally just say, and then uh, find us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review. That'd be a great Christmas present for me if you guys review the podcast. I know how many hundreds of views we get, and I have 20 reviews on Apple Podcasts. Some of you need a deep and hearty spanking, and you know who you are. (laughs) All right. Love you guys. Have a great holiday. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in 2023.